passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is Hog Reaction. They've got Dubinion set up on the wing. Dubinion gets the call. Touchdown, Arkansas. Rashad Dubinion with his first touchdown as a Razorback. Call or text the show at 866-285-4005. Well, we thought this would be easy peasy. But that's why they play the game. Right there. Welcome into Hog Reaction here on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. Ruskin and Zach with yeah. you, recapping a thrilling, nerve wracking, angering 38 27 win for the Arkansas Razorbacks over Bobby Petrino's Missouri State Bears. We are here. We are taking calls here in a little bit. We're taking texts right now. It's our number, 866-285-4005. That's how you join us. Well, thoughts? Well, (laughs) okay, A, you need certain things to happen for monumental upsets to take place. One's got to be turnovers. Uh, Two, the check. Check. You got three. Missouri State got three of those. Uh, The team that is favored has to come out flat. Check, and you've got to have you got to be able to convert third downs. You got to play good defense, and you know as you watch the game go on, and and I was texting back and forth with a bunch of different people as the uh, the, the the game was going on. You could start to see the Missouri State was getting gassed, and it was a matter of time before the dam broke. But boy, when they went up ten in the fourth quarter, and I just went, uh oh. But you get the quick it, touchdown. It you took get a the, lot. It took a lot longer than anyone thought yeah, for the for yeah. them to uh, you know let go of the rope on the other side. There, Bobby Petrino can dial up an offense, but they just didn't have the bodies to compete for four quarters against what they were facing. Arkansas but, but ran the, the ball at, at will. The question, the question is, we know Missouri State was out, man. That's not yes. that's not a surprise. What's the surprise is that um, Arkansas flopped around for three and a half quarters, basically in this football game, which is not usually what top 10 teams do when they've not been looking ahead at an opponent. They're looking ahead, and they've been focused all week on an opponent. I, I, I think Missouri State's pretty good, and they have a lot of D1 talent on their team, and they were ready. And I think we maybe overlooked the, I, I, the one thing nobody talked about all week. We talked about Petrino returning to Fayetteville. You talked about how Sam Pittman was going to deal with it. We never talked about the Missouri State players and how they felt about this. I mean, that's their coach. They want to go out and they want to play hard for him, and they did for three and a half quarters. And then talent just sort of took over, and you could tell at the end they were gassed. You're reaching for tackles. You're reaching for blocks. It was uh, it was getting really it, – it was – Arkansas scored 38 of the last 48 points in the game. They got down 17 nothing. That that was shocking enough. It just took a little while for Arkansas to get going in. You know, in the end, hey, it's a win. You move on. You get ready to go play AM. But there are um there are flaws on the defense that we pointed out um during the week and we thought this would be a great time to address some of those things. More bad tackling and more bad coverage in the back end of the defense in this game as we have seen in the first two games. Now, those were a little more impressive of wins, so it gets a little bit glossed over, but there it, it, it stood out tonight that uh, this, this team it missed at least 13 tackles in the game. 357 yards passing today 
for uh, for Missouri State. That was a little alarming, and it's the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was vintage Bobby Petrino stuff. A lot of crossing routes. You know, get it out in the flat, get guys in space. He schemed guys open. That fourth down call that they got the touchdown on was brilliant. There's some work to do on the on the especially in the back end. You can't run on them. Uh, that's uh, and I think that's where Arkansas is going to take some comfort going forward. You simply can't run in that front seven. And they Drew get Sanders, after the quarterback. Yeah, they do. They they really really do. Now you know as as this goes along and you get into league play and you start playing against better quarterbacks, a better offensive line, better wide receivers. Some of this may get exposed, and you could have one of those you know fifty one fifty games. And I don't think you want to get into a ton of those. But they, look. Take the win. Go go back to practice uh, on Monday and work on it. You know it's better to go to work off a bad win than you know go back to work after a bad loss. Of the 357 yards in the air for Missouri State, 268 after the catch. So a lot of that after the catch was some missed tackles. Arkansas has had, according to PFF, 13 missed tackles in each of the first two games. Going in, we thought this would be a great time to clean some of that up. Obviously, Barry Odom had other ideas, and they had at least 13, maybe more. We'll see when the grades come out, and yeah. we talk about it on Monday. And, and, there, and It wasn't a great night all around for, for Barry Odom and the defense. It wasn't a great night for the offense. But, I mean, they, they ran the ball on a fourth and nine, which was just a head. What was a that? Head, I mean, you to make, to make that play call in that particular spot, you had to have seen something. You had to have seen something either all in right. film study or the way that they lined up that made you run basically a dive, an inside zone, on fourth and nine, that's a, that's one of those head scratching things. KJ didn't have a great night percentage wise through his first interception of the year. The, the not yardage, his fault though. No, not his fault. The uh, the yardage totals were good. You know, benefit of two two or three big plays. You know, it was look. It, it's it's better to win ugly than to lose pretty. And you you get the win, you move on. You you won't even get, you won't think about this game again. Our uh, text line is uh, open here at 866-285-4005. Up and down night uh, for uh, Trey Knox, who had a couple nice plays, mm-hmm. but then the interception was his fault. Yep. Um, then, then there was he, he had a good play on that catch on the far sideline, and then he just alligator-armed one like on the next play. Uh, across the middle, it was up and down for yeah, him. Yeah, still learning. I mean, that's a that's a different position. And for him. apparently, and I don't know, I'm supposed to say this. Apparently, dealing with an injury also. Yeah, uh, I don't he, want to get us thrown he's, off. Uh, the he, Zoom he's still learning. Uh, he's still learning that position. It's a, it's different from playing wide receiver. I mean, it's a more physical position. Uh, the offensive line, I thought, held up okay. Uh, they they struggled to run the ball early, but I think that was more scheme than it was anything else. They were loading the box and they were getting after people. Missouri State was. And, you know, as the night wore on, I thought the offensive line played better. But, again, Rocket Sanders, without him, I don't know where you are without him right now. He is he, he is the well, base. He, he's he's really kind of the base of the offense. You know, 70 was 73-yard touchdown uh, on the shovel pass and, uh, and 167 yards rushing. And then the uh, 82-yard punt return by Stevens, which is uh, poor Nathan Perotti, how quickly they forget <laughs> – yeah, he was the last Razorback yeah. with a punt return, but it was in such a dog game last year. Nobody remembers I, it. I, I got that question almost immediately. Like, was when, when, when was the last time they returned a punt? I'm like, less than a calendar year. That's right. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah it was, it was last late October. October. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, but their last Hutch well, uh, Hutch pointed out their last punt return against an FBS opponent is Joe Adams in the Cotton Bowl, Bobby Petrino's final game as coach of the Razorbacks. But they had an opportunity twice tonight, and I. One of them got called back because of a hold, and then the other one, I think he he just missed it. And he he wound up stumbling forward, but they had a chance to break three of them. Yeah, and you could tell on that on that punt return, coverage guys were tired. I mean, they were yeah. play, sixty-five guys but, and, on a, but on the an wall FCS. was there. It and was he, there. Yeah. It, the sixty-five guys on an FCF roster, you got to figure only forty of them can really play. Yeah, and a lot of guys played a lot of snaps tonight. Yeah, and you could tell. I mean, they were struggling getting down there, and you know. You put a fast guy back there. There you go. I will say though, on that uh, back to the fourth and nine for a moment. Yeah, Ooh. one of my favorite parts of the game was uh, one of those announcers on SEC Plus referring to it as a quote brain fart on television. So I'm sure that yeah, the U of A I, was proud of I, that moment. I, from you know, it happens so fast. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and and look at it because there's no way you run that play on fourth and nine. Even Pittman seemed annoyed at halftime with the call. 
So he yeah. had to have seen something. It had to have been a play des- dictated by either alignment or coverage or something like that because there's no way you run that play. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no. And on the uh, on the fourth down that, uh, that Arkansas gave up, they couldn't get lined up. And this is where you're starting to miss Slusher and Catalan in the back, in the uh, the back end, is simply getting guys aligned, getting your traffic signals straightened out. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, that that was evident. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, continue to uh, get your text. We'll open up the phones here in a minute. 866-285-4005. We will effort turning around some um, uh, Sam Pittman audio uh, from the post game because um, the uh, radio audience didn't hear from Coach Pittman following the game. So we will effort that. Uh, we'll do the best we can to get it, and we'll try and flip that around for you. As soon as we can. You are listening to Hog Reaction. Ruskett and Zach DQ's here as well, taking your calls, and we will uh we'll open them up right now. We'll load up the calls and we'll come back and go to the phones in a moment right here on ESPN Arkansas. This is Hog Reaction Live on ESPN. Arkansas wins 38-27 over Missouri State. Ruskett and Zach with you here on Hog Reaction. On ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. Our buddy Tanner and Tupelo. Mm-hmm. Did Missouri State's fourth and one remind you of the Chris Gregg play against Georgia? It's the exact same play. <laughs> and what I couldn't understand is apparently nobody over there bothered to watch any Razorback offense from 08 to 2011. Because they were running the same stuff. It, it, there was there there was some of it. but that, I was watching it going, I remember that play. Oh, I remember that play too. They, oh, I remember look, that one. Uh, uh, Shelley sold it. I mean, he he sold That's what the, you got to do there. The play just like Ryan Mallett did. Guy, in that guy game. slipped yep. loose and and yeah, I mean, you just <laughs> he runs a little post corner and boom, it's it's seven points. And he went okay or now, but I, I kept saying I never felt like Arkansas was out of the game. I just felt like they kept shooting themselves in the foot. And I, I what did I tell you? I said okay, there was a point in the in the uh, in the first half where Missouri State has the ball. They're inside the ten. They're up 7 nothing. They're going in to score again. They wind up kicking a field goal. And I said, those four points are going to come back to haunt them at some point. Yeah, you kept texting I about kept these te- four I points. I said, those four points are going to be those four points because All night long. when they got down by 11, those four points right there change your game plan. Yeah. Instead of needing two scores, you need one. Yeah. I told you those uh, those four points. and that and, But that's how teams like Arkansas get back into the game. And that's when I knew Missouri State wasn't going to win this thing. They were going to come back at some point because Missouri State couldn't Man. close the deal. Man. They nope. had chances, couldn't close the deal. I get, think most people didn't think Missouri State would win after the punt return. That's how long it took for most people. I, That's I mean, what I think. I knew in the first half, but I'm, after KJ throws the interception and then they go three and out and lose 15 yards. It's like, all right, they're just they're starting to break down. You start to see mental breakdowns, penalties. Uh, Shelley's getting taken sacks. I mean, how many false starts did they have tonight? It was crazy how many they had. Arkansas? No. Oh, uh, Missouri State. They had eight penalties total. No. And well, I mean, again, and they happened at times where the crowd started making a lot exactly. of noise, and, just and like in the last game. It would happen like on first down. You know, they get a motion penalty, and it would be first and 15, and then you're behind the sticks, and that's not the way you generate an upset like this. I would also like to point out, speaking of the previous games, that um, uh, we did not have a helmet pop off on every play. No, we did not. There were a couple, but, but not every. Did play. you see the uh, Cincinnati game at all today? First game play of the game, Cincinnati's quarterback's helmet pops off. They got a real problem up there. Yeah, I, I don't know anyway. who their chin strap provider is, but I think they should be replaced. I mean, that's just my uh, estimation on it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, here's the text that says Petrino should be the OC. Stop here. It. All right, good. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's he, see. He here. can dial up an offense. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Kent and Farmington texting in. It seemed like Bumper Pool had 13 missed tackles himself tonight. Okay. Um, I'm just reading these. We don't have to comment on all these. So let's, uh, let's uh, see here. Uh, here is a text that says, um, where did it go? No, I can't find it. No. Oh, to heck with it. <laughs> that, the, uh, text on the 501 asking on the fourth and nine play, uh, could it be that they lost track of downs? Yes, but boy, you hope not. <laughs> boy, that's bad. You hope not. That's some high school Harry stuff that, right there. If you lose that, track of downs, that's suck. not what you want in that in I, that particular spot. I'm going no. to sit sit on the side of that's not what happened there. I'm going to go with that. That they saw something in the defense. They got a particular look that they liked, and the play didn't work. Okay. Well, I uh, I'm going to uh, 
I'm going to go that they didn't lose track of the downs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm going to go with there. Kendall Browse didn't you. have a great night. They did put up over 500 yards. That is something. I mean, when you don't have a great night and put when, over when you put up half a thousand, I mean, you you did something right, but there were some there were some times there where you were just like, eh, it's not. It doesn't look it, the way that it has in the first two weeks. It's just a weird game. Like the numbers are weird. Uh, the the score. I mean, it's just a weird game. Is what it was. And Arkansas didn't lead till the fourth quarter. I mean, it was just a it was an odd night. Um. Yes, you are. Um, Pleased with a win, but boy, there's a lot of stuff to clean this, up before you get into this um, this this next four game stretch, this, which is really going to well, define this four game stretch is going to be. Well, this is going to define: Are you good or are you really good? That's where we're going over the next uh, four games. By the way, BYU took it on the chin tonight too against <laughs> yeah, Oregon. Yeah, they did. So much for that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John is in Rockridge. Hello, John. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Well, uh, first I got to tell you, listen to you guys all the time. You're a couple of crazy dudes. Not Thank sure you. what to think about you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right. I never thought this game, uh, well, I don't know, uh, mid-third quarter, I looked at my wife and said, we're going to lose this game, but I never really believed it. I, I thought we would pull it out, and we did. I thought they overlooked this team, I thought they were looking ahead, uh, but Bobby Trino is a mastermind. I mean, that man can coach. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, and I think Kendra Bryles uh, did a good job in the end. I think uh, Sam Pittman. You could see the worry on his face when they when they shot to the sidelines in the first and second and third quarters when we were behind. I think you could see the worry on his face. Uh, but I'm really proud of the team. I thought they stepped up when they needed to. All right. John, thank you. Good to hear from you in Rock Ridge. Hopefully it's real Rock Ridge and not the, not fake, the fake one Rock they Ridge, built yeah, up to, uh, to fool Headley right. Lamar. I, it's very hard to get your team up every week. During a 12-game football season, a coach will tell you, I mean, you can probably get them to that peak level three or four times during a year. And when they do come out flat, like they were today, I mean, they just—it's I don't. There's no way they overlooked this. There were too many things going on around the game. It just didn't play particularly well. KJ was off early. He looked confused at times. There were times well, where I thought he was going to take off and run and get an easy first down, and it just for some reason he would pull well, it back. He'd throw it in the stands. Something like that. It what, just, I don't know. It was just, just off. What was confusing is they tried to run and they couldn't go anywhere in the first half. Yeah. They yeah. had 85 yards of rushing mm-hmm. in the first half. Yep. And so they were like, wait, wait a minute. What's going on here? I mean, we're supposed to be, you know, bully ball, knocking these guys around here. And we can't, they, could, they couldn't go anywhere. It was a really good plan by Missouri State. Crowded the line. beat. I, they were winning some one-on-ones. And that can be a lot of things. You can have you know a team that just isn't sharp, not focused, and that yeah. that appeared to be where we were, you know, at least for you know thirty minutes. I thought they played better in the second half, and you know, five yard runs became ten yard runs. It just sort of warmed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the uh, it was five yards a carry in the first half, mm-hmm. but I think they were expecting you know well we're going to be north of you know one fifty here. A lot of drop passes too. At, at crucial times, there's another yeah, uh, thing, and, and it wasn't at, it know? wasn't just one person. I mean, it it everybody had a case of the dropsies at one point tonight. But you know, you pull it together, you get an ugly win, and you move on. You got yeah. a big one next week. No, the um, as we uh, read some more texts here into the text line here on Hog Reaction, uh, Derek from Fayetteville points out Kendall Browse gets a lot of crap, but we're playing paying our D coordinator two million. And they play like crap on D, and the secondaries play like crap all year. All right, they got some work to do back there. There's I, and and they're not getting Catalan back. They're either. not getting Catalan back. You'll get Slusher back at some point. That'll calm things down. Brinny is Brinny's having some problems. Uh, he got he's the one that got beat on the uh, on the fourth down. That was his guy. Um, he got beat a couple times. I think he was called for a pass interference on a third down. Um, it was it wasn't. They've got work to do in the back. They're super, uh, super thin back there. Yeah. It was overlooked all throughout the year. 
because we people were concerned, and probably rightfully so, about how thin they were up front. Mm-hmm. Well, what's happened through three games is that the guys up front are playing their butts off, yeah, they and are. they are getting after these quarterbacks. I mean, and, and the linebackers are, are coming in there and helping out as well. But the back end is, uh, is uh, well, I don't know if I'm ready to watch a Mississippi State offense go up against this. Uh, this um, I'm not ready for a real SEC offense to go up against the secondary. Well, they got they got a lot of like, a long way to go. Styles make fights, and it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they how they progress. And they, look, you've got another what nine weeks of this, so they're they're going to develop and, and get better. And getting Slusher back will definitely help with the communication back there. But half of the battle back there is just simply getting lined up, knowing who your guy is. Where if we're in zone, what who are you looking at? And that that's got to get cleaned up because I mean, look, Missouri State busted a couple on you. Those aren't Division One football players. Those are those are FCS players, and it, it did. It is a little worrisome, but man, you can't run the ball in that front seven. That's the other thing is that's why I'm not as worried. You can throw for three fifty seven if you want, but you're only running for like fifty, and that if you can't run the ball, you become one dimensional. You're playing left handed, and that's easier to defend, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, they have. Um... They've got some work to do in the back end as they um, get ready to go through this really uh, daunting and that uh, is run a, here. That's up. a dang good FCS program. I well, mean, they're, they're top they're, five. They're, I mean, they're legit. Yeah. Uh, that That's a North Dakota State type team, James Madison uh, type team in the FCS. They're really good. Yeah. They're top five. Yeah, in they're, that, they'll in they'll, that, in they'll that go level. far in the playoffs. I don't know if they'll win it or not. I don't know enough about the FCS, but um, they'll, they'll be in it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, this game calls for a shower beer. Okay. From pilot Mike and Van Buren. All right. Bobby okay. pulled out a play that was familiar to Arkansas fans. Fourth and short TD. He ran the same thing. It's ULM. That's uh, pilot Mike and Van Buren okay. with the text there. Well, Thank you, pilot I mean, Mike. Th- but this is what college football is, is, is games like this. I mean, look at the App- Appalachian State Troy game today. You know, you get a Hail Mary batted around. That's college football. You just, you had a team that was fired up very quietly Went about their business this week. Got ready for for the uh, the number ten oh. team in the country and played well. Yeah, all right. What happens. This is Hog Reaction on ESPN Arkansas and on HitThatLine.com. More calls, more texts, reacting to Arkansas's win. Hey, they are three and zero. They are three and zero. By the way, burying the lead. They're three and zero after defeating hey. a game Missouri but State did, team. Did you today. hear Sanders in the post game? He said they played down to Missouri State. Uh, he did say he that. He did on say the radio. that, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, they played down to their level. That's mm-hmm. interesting. That's an interesting observation from a player who was right in the middle of it all. All right, more thoughts coming up. Stay with us. We'll hear from Sam Pittman coming up here in a little bit. 15 minutes or so, we'll call it here on Hog Reaction. With Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. We have a phone line free right now if you want to get in here at 866-285-4005. Jeff from Fayetteville has texted in. I think this was a bigger game for the fans than the players. And with Bobby having something more to prove, they just got caught off guard because they didn't fully understand the implications for the game, Zach. I know. No, this was... Well, I tell you what, we we were all we were all about to look like jackasses for with all that neck brace stuff yeah. there for a little while. Were we not a little I, I a little think, humble pie that, almost there? I think they vastly underestimated how dialed in Missouri State was. Yeah, they were locked into this. This was not going to be your normal FCS, you know, just run over. Uh, I you know we talked all week about Petrino. We talked about you know the Arkansas, you know the football team, the injuries. All the only thing we didn't talk about. Missouri State's football team, and right. from the get-go, I mean, you could see they were they were locked into this. And as you know, as things got going, they they were gaining confidence. But you know, Arkansas did what they had to do. And look, sometimes you just win ugly. Winning ugly's okay. Uh, they beat a really good football team, and uh, you know, they get a chance to uh, they get a chance to move forward. You're gonna play an A and M team that you know is right now doing okay with uh, with Miami. Looks like they're gonna bounce back from uh, from a loss to Appy State. You know, it's okay. It's okay. You're three and zero. You know, sometimes you just gotta exhale. Get you gotta get this one out of the way. That that's I I don't think there's. Uh, this is one of those you burn the tape and get just get over it. 
it's done. Well, but there's a lot in the tape. There's that a needs lot to be of, fixed. But, but yeah, you got to burn it and and just start over again because the back end of that defense right now is what everybody's going to attack, and that's you got to find a way to disguise it a little bit. I don't think the offense played badly. I think they missed some opportunities, drop passes, penalties. You know, there were a couple of missed. KJ just wasn't wasn't his, himself, uh, especially on some of his reads. He had some some misses. No, but you know, burn the tape, move on, no, and uh, and get ready for a And M. Uh, Brandon and Viola, were there any neck braces in the stadium? I saw one yeah, in were. the student section on TV. Uh, that turned out that um, DQ, you might appreciate this. You know, people, old people. Hey, okay, old people's the wrong way to put that. Thank you. Grownups, yes. Um, who live on Facebook, get in their own world, and they think these things are funny. Yeah. And students aren't on Facebook anymore. So you're saying they need to go touch grass. Wow. What does that mean? It, it means, means you need outside. to go outside. Yeah. Get off the internet. I mean, you need to touch grass. This was this was <laughs> this was corn pone humor the whole time. It. I told you all week it wasn't funny, and the students agreed with me, and and very few of them participated in the whole. Uh, in the whole tomfoolery of the thing. Here's it's a, not funny. Here's, here's a text from the uh, 479. Look, that's always a good way to start a text. Look. Petrino had been planning for this game for over six months. I'll disagree. They played the defending national champions two weeks ago. That's a more important game on his schedule than this one. They played UCA two weeks ago. Who, didn't they play South Dakota? They play them next week. Oh, they, they've got that's South Dakota. That's their next okay, game. That's yeah. the biggest game. South of Dakota their, State next week okay, is that's their the biggest one, yeah. game of their, their, their yep. season. This Arkansas was simply flat. And for whatever reason, that... Missouri State was ready. Arkansas was flat. It happens. Mm. A good FCS team can beat a good FBS team. It can happen. Mm. And you, you almost saw it tonight, but, you know, they got themselves in gear late in the game, got the punt return, and once the punt return came back, the, there was no way. No, I just, just, don't, I just think that 99% of us did not think it would take eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter for the game to be oh, no. at hand. Oh, no, no, no. I, I thought it would be over in the middle of the second quarter. 9-16 in the fourth quarter, excuse Thank me, you. Was, when the, uh, was when the thing was uh, felt like it was over, even though they were only up four at that point. Let's see here. Johnny is in Fort Smith. Hello, Johnny. Hey, guys. How you doing? I called earlier this week, and I felt like this was a trap game. Mm-hmm. And whenever we came out that first half, Still felt like it was a trap game. But I'm glad Arkansas got the win. I want to say, okay, moving forward from this, we're going to Texas A&M. I'm watching Texas A&M in Miami right now as we speak. How does our secondary hold up against a FBS team? Go ahead and talk. Well, the um, um, thank you, Johnny. The um, A&M's offense... Jimbo isn't one-tenth the play caller and schemer Bobby Petrino mm, no, is. No, he's not. You know, Jimbo, Jimbo acts like a genius. He ain't one, all right? It's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Oh. But uh, they, I'm not convinced they fixed their offensive issues in one week. I mean, what do they have, like 17 points right now? Yeah, they're 17 to 9. Well, Miami's, Miami's a good team. That's, Miami's that's good, top yeah. 10 team. Yeah. Um, with, you're right about Jimbo. He is his offense is a little antiquated. Yes, um, it's not as diverse, and as he won't let go of the reins, which the is other, always the spot you don't want your program to be in. I, I was I was texting back and forth with a with a coach during the game, and he said the one thing about Petrino is Petrino will lock in on somebody, a, a, whether it's a, a personnel set, whether it's a group of people, and he will just keep attacking them if he feels they're weak. And he did. He kept. He I I, I forget. I don't know what Petrino calls it, but we used to call it why high. When you'd run the, the tight end, you'd run play action to one side. The tight end slips out the back. How many times did they do this? Where Shelley's rolling to the yeah. right, and then he just stops, turns, and the and the tight end is wide open way across the field. He knew that, that Arkansas's defensive backs were bailing and that that area would be open, and he just kept attacking and kept attacking. The one thing that couldn't hold up was the offensive line. Yeah. And then the pressure started, and Shelley started running for his life, and that's when you know the game kind of got away from him. We have a uh, traffic update. From Scott, who is stuck at Fayetteville High School. What? Send help. We're not moving. This is worse than the game. <laughs> All right, Scott. Well, we are here to entertain you, Scott, while you are stuck in traffic out by Fayetteville High School. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I wish I could help you, but um, 
I can't do anything from here. Hey, everybody, get out of the way. Scott's trying to get home, all right? Come on. Well, I guess you're trying. Why are you over by Fayetteville? That's the worst the band, place to be. The parking lot, the band does parking. It's in still, the that's the worst lot. area to be because you can't get out onto MLK. Yeah. You're stuck You're stuck between MLK and that roundabout. Listen, I've, I've been here a long time. Everything from 49 East is a terrible place to be on game day. All of it. You got to go, go out by where UAPD used to be and kind of cut through all those back roads and wind up by That's Ramey. the only that, way to do it. You yes. have to know how to do it. You but, have to but, get out by Ramey, and then you can hit 49. But I don't know what the – I haven't been to a game in five years. I don't know what to, how all they uh, changed all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's um, it's an adventure out there. Godspeed, Tex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godspeed, Scott. Um, uh, Piggy Smalls wants to know DQ is it past your bedtime. Uh, you did come in here yawning. I, I am a little sleepy. Okay. I'm not right. going to lie. Yeah. Uh, Bill and DeQueen mm-hmm. is sitting on the front porch, right. well into a 30-pack of bush light. There you go. With his thermocell keeping the mosquitoes off me. He says, I love the hogs, but they scare me. If the opposing receivers catch the ball, we should be 0-3. Waited to listen to what y'all had to say about the game. Thank you, Bill. Um, have a have a bush light for Zach and I, will you? Please. Yeah. Have two. That's it. Yes, that's right. Have as many as well. You want. He's already. You know I don't want to limit you, Bill. Have as he's many well as into a thirty pack. That's I don't know how many well into. DK, is, what, what do you think? Eight, nine is well into a thirty. Oh, I was guessing like twelve, fifteen. Well into is halfway or okay. beyond. Okay. I would right. say. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking. Say. We're talking yeah. seventeen in. All right. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. How are you still texting? <laughs> well, he, it, and it was in. lucid. Very good, yes, Bill. Very good. Spelled Bill, correctly. Impressive well tolerance. Done. Shout out to DeQueen out there. Um. Let's see here. Uh, all right. Uh, Andrew and Lowell, thanks for reminding me how much better it is to watch from home. No traffic and watch all the games. Yeah. That was not, by the way, the most... Um, although we did get pylon cam somehow. We did. But, boy, that was a rough, rough telecast to watch. That's why rough. I had it synced up with Chuck and Quinn. and No, I wanted to hear what those guys said because people would be making fun of what those guys said if they said something yeah, stupid. I, so I, I, wanted I was to listening be... to Chuck and Quinn, and I, I'm a little uncomfortable with Quinn calling, uh, telling Cinderella to go home. It's midnight. That made me a little uncomfortable. But, uh, you know, yeah, other thanks. than that, I thought Quinn was uh, spot on. Yeah, go home, Cinderella. You're drunk. It's midnight. Uh, AP wants to know where the Franzia is. There's a great question. That's a great question. I don't know where it is. I don't know what happened <laughs> oh, really? to the Franzia. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing I saw, it was under your right arm. There's even solo yeah, cups the solo, in here. DQ got the solo cups, Wow! but uh, the Franzia didn't make it from yeah, yesterday. We could have played Franzia Pong mm-hmm. if anyone we had a ping have. pong ball. Yeah. All right. Coming up after the break, we will hear from Sam Pittman on this game. He's going to talk about, a, a little preview. He's going to talk about the fourth and nine. Going to talk about the punt returning. Going to talk about Bobby Petrino. Everything you want to hear about. We'll hear from Sam Pittman next here on Hog Reaction on ESPN Arkansas. All right, we continue on here on Hog Reaction on ESPN Arkansas and on HitThatLine.com. So, a moment ago. A few moments ago, let's just say. DQ, I'm playing this off the main deal, by the way. Um, We've got uh, Sam Pittman with his post-game thoughts following Arkansas's win over Missouri State. Congratulate Missouri State and Coach Petrino on a great game plan. Um, He had his kids better prepared than I did. And uh, uh, he did a wonderful job. They... Got a really good quarterback. We knew that coming in. Man, did he make a lot of plays? And uh, you know, we turned the ball over uh, twice. And then, uh, but when Bryce Stevens returned to punt for a touchdown, that hadn't been done. You know, it was last year, um, I guess, but first time this year. And and we're just so fortunate to win. You know, these games like this, or you know the. If you're not playing well or the other team's playing well or whatever the situation is, you're just trying to fight and claw to get out with a win. And there were several different times in the game that it looked like we weren't going to. And uh, our kids just kept fighting and clawing and to come out with the 11-point win. Uh, it says a lot about the culture, I think, of our program and our kids. So I'm really proud that we won the game. Uh, and I'll leave it at that right now. 
Sam, the, the punt return, what, what was your vantage point on that? And obviously that was that was a huge momentum turn and play, gave you lead. Yeah, Sam Bakke was he was on their gunner. And we felt like that if we could handle the gunner, that we would have a, not an opportunity to score a touchdown, but an opportunity to return a, a decent uh, return. And Bakke did a really good job on the outside. And then, you know, Bryce won 100 meters in Oklahoma. He's fast. And – he got up the sideline. Guys did a great job, but he got up the sideline and outran them. And big, 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 big play in the game. I was happy for him and the special team. I was happy for Fountain, you know. Uh, but that was – we thought we'd have a chance to return one, but we obviously didn't think it would go for a touchdown. The feeling on the sidelines because you've been trailing the entire game and then just like that, you're ahead. Well – we had to put some pressure on them. We never put any pressure on them. You know, they you know, were up seven, seven, then 10 and 17 or 14 and 17. And then one or the other. And then, uh, and then went up and we tied it and they went up touchdown and went up field goal, went up 10. We just, they never really had pressure on them. We never had gotten ahead of them. And then, uh, you know, that allowed us to play with the lead, which, uh, was a big, big thing uh, at the end of the game. Coach, I know you preach one game at a time. Do you think that your team was looking forward to next week? No, I don't. I mean, I, I, I thought, I'll be honest with you, I thought we had a really good week of practice. I think we were focused. Now, I think there's a difference in looking forward to next week and not giving enough respect for the team you're playing. I think that. And, and, uh, I just think Missouri State outplayed us, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but if I was going to have a reason why or something like that, it would be because they did. And the other thing is, is that, you know, I remember we went in there and beat Cincinnati and nobody was happy. Nobody was this. Well, Cincinnati is a really good team, you know, and so – we're not going to have a problem getting up for the next few, you know, the name on the side of the hat, pretty significant. So, but I don't in any way want to not give Missouri state everything they deserve because they were, I don't know their team wasn't better than us today because we beat them, but coach was better than me today. And, and, uh, and I got to get that fixed. Their fourth and one play where they scored the touchdown. Arkansas fans have seen that before. Is that the first time you've I mean, seen we it? Were, no. I mean, we were in zero coverage. We had a guy for him. He just – and it was really a great call because, you know, if he doesn't – you know, gutsy call and wide open, you know. But um, it's not like we planned on cutting him loose. But, yeah, it was a great call by coach and well executed. Coach, early on, it seemed like pretty much everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, uh, man. What, what do you think contributed to that? And, like, what was the mood on the sideline while it was all unfolding? My mood or what do you mean? The sideline. The sideline. I mean, did you get uh, – no, 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 no. Uh, you know, I learned against Auburn last year not to panic. You guys may think I did on the fourth down where we ran the ball. But – Tried not to panic because if I do, the team will. And uh, so we just kept talking to them about what we're doing good. We're running well into the boundary. We were protecting well on offense. We weren't holding on to the ball. You know, we gave it to them on the goal line. I mean, we have about to score. And we give it to them about on the 25. We're about to, you know, we're, we're moving the ball well. Um, we couldn't get off the field on third down. We didn't tackle well tonight at all. Um, but, you know, we made enough plays to win. It, we, we've got to get better and all that kind of stuff. But, no, we didn't panic. I, if we do, it just becomes a point fest. And we're a team. I don't want to do that. You mentioned that fourth down call where you ran it on fourth and nine. What, what happened there? Well, we ran it on fourth and nine is exactly what happened. He turned around, he handed a ball, <laughs> and he ran in there for about five. And then they, the official come up and he goes the other way. And Missouri State's team came out and they started hauling 
back down the field. Um, the call was, um, it was a run to run. Uh, we thought that we that we had them in two or quarters, and uh, we thought we could surprise them and get them in there. And and uh, it was a run to run where basically we can hand it or KJ can run it, and and uh, it didn't work. And that's that's the honest goodness truth. I wish I could tell you that we had a pass on and something happened. That's the truth, though. But it didn't work. Sacks tonight. I think that's the, about the most in a game in, in ten years. How did how did pressure on the quarterback like kind of? We had the game? to, you know, we're we're uh, we're fighting our butt off, you know, but we had to pressure him. And uh, I mean, the guy was hard to tackle. He's a good player, you know, and uh, uh, but we had to pressure him. And then, of course, uh, JD got a couple, I guess, and Drew got two or three, I think, and. And uh, Drew's so valuable in that because he can a lot of times run you down if you, you know, if you get out of the pocket, he can run you down and things of that nature. But going into the game, that was exactly the game plan. We were going to put pressure on him because we knew how good the receivers were. We just couldn't contain him and he would get outside the pocket and make plays with his feet or with his arm, you know. What I'm you so happy we won, man. Unbelievable. What have you thought about Drew's ability to get in the in the offensive like backfield first three weeks? I like <laughs> it. What do you think about it? <laughs> That's a question uh, for you, man. I mean, well, what's the answer? He's I mean, he what he is, he's long, he's very strong. Uh and that's his forte, you know, before he transferred on the line of scrimmage guy. I like what we're doing with him. We're we're putting him on the edge, putting him in the in inside and in over the guard. Uh, but he's just a really good player, and he has a knack to rush the quarterback. And Barry's Barry and and uh, Mike have drawn up some really nice packages for him. Coach Matt Landers had a career day. Just what? How important was it for him to have this kind of breakout game? Well, I didn't really see what. Let me look see what Matt did. Eight. Eight targets, seven catches, 120. Yeah, you know, um, I'm proud of Matt because he dropped the pass against South Carolina, and he struggled with that. I mean, it it was bothering him. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. I told him, I said, you're going to drop another one eventually. You will. But it ain't because you don't want to, and it's not that you can't catch it. It's just you dropped it. So get over it you know, and move on. And I mean, the good Lord's perfect. Nobody else is just, we're going to be all right. And to him to bounce back like that, that's big. He's going to help us though. He's a good player, really good player. He's going to help us throughout the year. I'm awful proud of him and for him. Can you Thank talk you about, for the question. sorry, can you talk about uh, how the offense defense cleaned up the penalties in the second half? Well, what did we have at halftime? Three? Did we have three? And then we had two two false starts, I think, in the second half. I don't remember. Uh, how many did we end up having penalty-wise? Six. So I can't remember where the third – I can't remember where the third one was. I know we had uh, uh, a couple of holdings on special teams, which we had made such a big deal out of it. But, um, yeah, you know, usually penalties happen when you get – tireder you know when you get tired your feet aren't there you're grabbing you're holding because your feet can't get you to the thing and and uh so six is better than last week we had 10 we you know if we get around four and three a game that's probably going to happen but uh i will we got work to do on it but i was proud that we we cleaned it up and especially on the punch you know i, I first i was looking on a punt return to see if there's any flags laying back there, you know. But as that famous announcer said in Batesville, there ain't no flags. <laughs> ain't no flags. Ain't no gas in it. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more. Uh, some more phone calls and texts coming up. Hog Reaction, Arkansas beats Missouri State. We'll be right back. Let's head down to Waldron. Big Mike is hanging out there. What's up, Big Mike? 
Well, Bobby was teaching expensive lessons tonight to our defensive <laughs> coordinator, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. That's right. School he, was in session. Yeah, yeah he was. Let's, let's let's hope our offensive coordinator learns some lessons too. That you know we don't have the old quarterbacks we used to have. We don't have to run first and second down with a box packed, and then throw on third down. You know, we had bad quarterbacks. You know that was okay, but not anymore. Yeah. We got a guy who can throw. He could have thrown for 500 yards tonight, easy. And uh, he kept doing that crap. But this was the best stinking game to have that kind of game. If you're going to have a bad game, tonight was the night. I'll see you. I'll talk to you all later. All right, buddy. Big Mike, thank you. They did yeah. put up 600 yards of offense. Yeah. So it just it sputtered for a little while. But do do we are we concerned with the fact that earlier when it was apparent to most what they had available to them they were still trying to run their head into the but wall. But I think that's part of the plan now. Is if you're going if you're going to have issues on the back end of the defense, which they apparently do, uh, you've got to try to shorten the game a little bit and to to keep running and keep running and keep running and keep pounding. Just keep pounding Sanders at them, and you'll get uh, you know you'll get Dominique Johnson back, and and Dubinian got a couple of carries tonight, and AJ all all those all the different running backs, and you just keep you keep leaning on them and leaning on them and leaning on them, and what happened in the fourth quarter? They started to gain yards, like big chunks of yards, and boom, 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 and they go right down the field. How many uh, touchdown drives did they have today? That were two two plays, three. I, I, yeah, two I, I know three, at least yeah. two, but yeah. uh, might have been three. Um, I mean, the offense six hundred yards is not. It's nothing to sneeze at. You know, it took it was ugly at times, but you know, the the three fifty seven pass they, they came into the game averaging three hundred and fifty yards passing yards against. So they were giving up three fifty. You know, they give up three fifty seven today. Yes, that is a red flag right now. Boy, you can't run on them though. You cannot run on that defense. And they're gonna they're gonna get after your quarterback yeah. too. They, they came, are they came in averaging seventy six yards a game uh, rushing allowed. They gave up 52 today. Mm. You cannot run against them. No. And and look, if you make a team one-dimensional, every coach will tell you, man, that that's exactly what you want. Make your team, make your opponent one-dimensional and take your chances. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talked all during the offseason. Hey, I'm concerned about the, the defensive line. Defensive line played really well. Isaiah Nichols in the middle of there, Terry Hampton, all those guys that played in the middle trying to replace John Ridgway played really well tonight. So one of the things that's uh, come up here in the text machine, and I'm hesitant to bring this up because, well, you know, it's just, this might be negative. But will they drop in the rankings? No. You know, the, 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 the radio network seemed convinced that they have secured a top 10 ranking for the game against Texas A&M. Miami lost, so they'll, they'll probably either stay put at 10 or jump to 9. Michigan State lost. Uh, they were 11th, so I feel like they'll probably the, – the, the the voters have been more than willing to move teams around early in the season. It's not like, you know, it's not like if you lose, you immediately drop two or three places. <laughs> Some teams have stayed. Some teams that were out of there, they're, they're ranking them as they're playing. So they'll probably stay in the top 10 just because of a, a loss around them. But the three yeah. behind them lost. There Michigan State, BYU, and Miami in the AP people. There's no way they're dropping then. Utah is leading uh thirty-five nothing over San Diego State. Tennessee won big. Um I don't know about NC State. I think they did win. Uh, here, here's That's a, this is all behind them, here's, so it's immaterial. Here's, here's a question. Who do you think will start next week for AM? I, I Max Johnson just beat a top ten team. Yeah, I, I believe it'll be Max with, Johnson. Yeah, you gotta run with him. Yes. On um when is that portal open? December fourth, ninth, whatever yeah. it is. You may see Haynes King in there. If he has any eligibility left, I don't know what his status is. I don't know what his sitch is, but he may uh, he may be gone. Yeah, I, I imagine Max Johnson will probably get started. He didn't play poorly tonight. A and M is is really good on defense, and we'll uh, you know we'll see. No, that's right. Ryan uh, said should have took Missouri State and the points. That's what I took out of the game. Hey, um, hey, I've never you know been. <laughs> you know they built those big buildings down there at Oakland for a reason. Because they cleaned up tonight on everybody taking mm-hmm. Arkansas and laying the 25 or whatever it was. They cleaned up tonight. 
Oh, man, did they clean up tonight on that one. There you go. Shout out to them. Getting it done down there. Yeah. And and I, I'll, I'll give you credit. Gosh, I don't want to do this. But, I mean, you pointed out Monday that, you know, tackling had been an issue. And on a couple of those plays, especially the uh, the touchdown that Shelly had, the touchdown run, there were three or four missed tackles in there. Um, t- missed tackles in the secondary. That's something that, that you can get cleaned up, and you better get it cleaned up fast because this four-game stretch you've got coming up, this defines your season, these four games. You get through these three and one, four and zero. Oh, you're on your way. You get through. They this are not and, going through these next four games, four and zero. Oh. There's just, not a chance on God's I, earth. I said but, if you go three and one or four and zero, oh, you're good to go. If you go two and two, one and three, zero oh and four, then you've got problems. Uh, I I think they're you know they're more than capable of beating a And M. We'll just leave Bama alone for a little bit. Right. Mississippi State looked vulnerable today, and uh, BYU got hammered. No. By three Oregon. and ones, three and ones gettable. Three, okay, good use of the word gettable. Nice. I don't know. Two and two. I just it, that defense is going to bite him in the butt again. It's going to. I, I and Mississippi yeah. State's a contender, and and BYU, Hall the court yeah, is a BYU's contender, a contender too. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just uh, that, that's I, I don't know. I felt bad about the BYU game since May, and uh, it, yeah, so yeah. even even now I don't feel great about it. But yeah. you got some time. You know, next week is next week's going to be look. Next week is going to be two two guys standing in the middle of the ring just throwing haymakers. Yeah. It's phone booth boxing next week. That's what that's what you're going to get into. Is these are just two teams that are going to lean on each other, and somebody's going to come out of there uh, feeling pretty good about themselves uh, with a good chance to make a run in the West. Uh, and that's that, you know that's really the important part. Is you know this is an SEC West game. Um, Titus was at the game. His nine year old son ran on the field after the game and nearly got tackled by a security guard. All right. Okay. Don't run on the field. Yeah. That's, that's, there's the lesson there. All right. Well, there you have it. Okay. It, it's a lot, lot to digest tonight. Everybody needs to go to bed. Sleep this one off. In 18 minutes. Sun, sun, yeah, in 18 minutes. Sun's going to come up tomorrow. we got some important stuff coming up here, yeah, so you do. better stick around, damn it. All right. I mean, we're here. you got to be here, too. Okay? <laughs> Them's the rules. And, so, did I do that right? Yeah, you did. Dim's the rules. Dim's the rules. Everyone oh. take a shot. Trademark DQ 2021. <laughs> if you took a drink every time that play-by-play guy on TV mentioned Bobby Petrino is back in town, you would have died at halftime, mm-hmm. if not sooner. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, every play, he brought that up. Like, he had one note on his card of uh, storylines for the game. Bobby Petrino's back at Fayetteville. No way. That was yeah. really... I mean, it was it was Robert Moore, Dayton Moore-esque uh, right there, or uh, or Jalen Battles got number two from Dave Van Horn. And, and, it was right there. You played the uh, the Pittman sound. What did he tell you about the fourth and nine? It was a look. They it was a look that they saw. Well, and and I, I'm if I'll be willing to bet when they go back and watch it that KJ misread it. Okay, because I mean, he even said they were looking you know too deep you know quarters, and they didn't get the look they thought they had. We will uh, be back with more coming up here. 866-285-4005 is the number. Thank you for your text and your calls. Hog reaction here on ESPN Arkansas. Hogs beat Missouri State tonight, 38-27. We'll be right back. All right, thank you, uh, everybody. We're back here on ESPN Arkansas. And on hitthatline.com, a lot of people reacting to uh, DQ telling everyone to take a shot. Uh, it went very well on the text machine. Very People are very excited about this. So um, there you go. The people like that. Uh, let's see here. Um, what did this say? Uh, somebody uh, uh, in Harrison. Oh, it's the one at the top. Yeah. You, sound, you guys sound old and tired. Check and check. <laughs> Ding. Okay. Also, I love when you make fun of Hacker. Okay. Humiliate him as much as possible. Shots, shots, shots. Okay. Thank you, Warren. Um. So, um. All right, there you go. Uh, there's a bad joke that's not very nope, funny. No. Nope, nope. uh, Bryce Young can't throw over his lineman. Okay. Did he throw over his lineman today when they um uh put sixty three on yeah. on Ulm? Um. He won the Heisman Trophy last year, right? He did. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. just checking. Yeah. 
He did. I do recall that. Well, A&M's coming in uh, hot. They uh, are were 17-9 to winners over Miami in this much ballyhooed uh, game tonight down there, College a, a, a college Station. So they're coming in. Maybe they figured something out on a quarterback. They definitely figured something out on the defense. The but defense Miami was with, with yeah. Miami was out there without their top receiver. So that had something to do with something, I'm sure. But Miami had 27 first downs and no touchdowns. That is very hard to do. Hasn't been done since at least 2000, according to one of the tweets I that saw. Is, uh, that is incredibly difficult to do. Yeah. But they they play defense. They run to the football well. You know it'll be it'll be a challenge. And but best thing that comes out of a game like tonight is Sam Pittman oh. will have their attention going into practice on Monday. You can't go in thinking you're your world beaters when you just struggled with an FCS team. I um I have um I have a, a bit of news here. Okay, that you might find interesting. So um what happened is let me find the uh, the, the official uh, score here. So, Iowa has been delayed. Oh, no. So, they're about to resume in eight minutes the Iowa-Nevada game. Okay. With uh, Iowa leading 17 to nothing. Um, facing a third and, uh, well, let's see. Nevada's got a third and 22. I don't know how long this delay's been. But, listen, folks, can we quit with the academic charade here. Do you know why they're going back on the field at midnight? Because all the commercials didn't play in the telecast. Hello? Hello? Is this that hard to figure out? That's the only reason. There is no reason to resume this game that started hours ago at midnight. Although there's probably not much else going on in Iowa City at midnight. But the only reason they're doing this is because they got to get the ads in. Please, this is not an academic pursuit. This is big business. Thank you for attending my TED Talk. All right. Six o'clock next week, by the way. Yep, yep, yep. You've got post game next week. I do. Ty will be there in Arlington. I'll be uh, here holding it down uh, in the studio, and uh, we'll have the uh, post game uh, whoop de doo I'll be out at Twin Peaks. That's right. Y'all have a good time. Well, we know you will. I will have a great time. <laughs> there will be uh, face feeling in the various uh, face degrees. Face feeling, yeah, yeah. All of that if going you want to on. Come out and feel my face. That's fine. <laughs> we we can do that. What a bizarre thing to say. Dude, it's it's it, we're three hours past my bedtime. We the, the we, Butterfield Trail. I had to. I, I'm gonna have to Uber back to Butterfield. I've Trail. got to. Uh, we've we've got to pass along a note here. We get absolutely nothing out of you after 9 p.m. Nothing at all. Nothing at all out of you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, gotta. Yeah. We need to note hey, that look, somewhere. I, I got here in early. The, uh, made sure the made, <laughs> I got here. You know, to to make sure the computer was all set up, I turned the lights on. What what else you want from me? <laughs> you, you got my best. That was my best shot. All right. That was just different than any other day. They're going back on the field at midnight. Why? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know why, but I mean, come on. Well, we got North Dakota State, Arizona to go home and watch. Oh, that's true. Well, and with the rest of this Iowa game, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Got this to go home and watch, too, here. All right. Well, hey, we've got NFL on the radio tomorrow. Doubleheader. It looks like there's 623 to go in the third quarter. It's going to be a bit. Question is, all right, fine. You want to put the game on TV? That's fine. Question is, how many people stuck around for it? Oh, let everybody in now. Let all the drunks I'm in. Just, after I'm just midnight. curious. How many, how many people are going to be there in Iowa City at midnight to watch a quarter and a half of football? 17 nothing. The outcome is still in doubt. This is, is only a three-score game here. All right. Well, Monday we'll uh, chop it all up for you all throughout the day, starting with uh, the morning rush at 6 and halftime, and then we're on in the afternoon. We'll look over the PFF grades. I don't know if we'll want to share them or not because they're probably not going to be very good, particularly on the defensive end. Be a little bumpy. We'll do all that. Thanks for listening to Hog Reaction. Arkansas did win the game. It may not feel like it, but they did. 38-27 to 27 over Bobby Petrino and Missouri State. Good night now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.